when I was like in high school, I wanted to be like a, a serious artist, like, you know, like galleries oh, yeah. and stuff. But I didn't have to give up the video game dream. Like there's good money in tech and games and this sort of skill set. I, I also didn't have to give up making art or making video games. And that's kind of how Apollo was born. It's like, it is quote unquote educational, but it's mainly just a good fucking time that's cool as hell. <laughs> Salutations, good people. Welcome to the CS Podcast, where we create stuff. Or if you're Trey, money! money. <laughs> oh, God. Create shit. I don't know, what if you had 60 chickens? An inch and a half, that's about, that's yeah. about that. That's about there. You said it with confidence. Hey, kid, that limp was pretty good, but that wince was money. <laughs> you had to throw in a coat, and in midair, he's just like, ah! Well, you gotta know what sound a bear metal makes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what a hawk sounds like, right? Yeah, I do, it just, it sounded like you were trying to say a word. Jody in the soapbox. Is opening for retro, <laughs> retro garbage, garbage tonight. <laughs> we gotta get there, man. We gotta get tickets. The first thing we're gonna buy with our gumball money is an animated <laughs> butt. <laughs> what just chaps your nipples? Like, what, what is it? What is it, boy? <laughs> I don't know, son. It's just a joke. Gary Bankston. And today, we've got our hands absolutely full. Salutations, good people. Welcome to the CS Podcast, where we create stuff. Or if you're Trey, create shit. And today, we've got our hands absolutely full with yet again another featured content creator, but it's a special one because we got them live and in color. Trey, who are we talking about? We are talking about Matt's Borges. And so Matt's... Uh I can go into everything that he does and what it is that uh, we've brought him on here for. Um, The short and sweet of it is is he's developed a game uh, called Apollo, a co-op game, I believe. I may have butchered that name uh, because I'm thinking of a podcast. But Matt, who are you? (laughs) What do you do? Uh, Tell us a little bit about this game and just yourself. And welcome. Yeah, awesome. Well, okay, first off, a correction. I did not develop it on my own. I have a wonderful, lovely team um of people including my boyfriend Blake LaRue who was the programmer um and some friends from college Lucas Schwartzer our 3D modeler okay and um uh Harrison Gerard uh graphic designer art director wonderful team lovely team anyways so shout out to all of them I yeah absolutely they're fantastic so I'm the designer and producer on it okay. which has been a ton of fun, right? So I guess we should talk about what the game is. For yeah, listeners. we can start there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So Apollo Co-op Game is this asymmetrical cooperative game where there's one astronaut player, and they're like on their computer in in the 3D environment. We've totally recreated the interior of like the lunar lander with like really like accurately modeled uh reconstructions of the stuff they actually used in the apollo missions yeah you did um <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty lucas Fortune did a fantastic job um 
So you got an astronaut, right? They're on the computer. Mm -hmm. And then you have between one and four mission commanders. So those people are on like on their phones, on a computer, on whatever uh, is a web-enabled device, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's it's like they're recreating the disasters and challenges uh, that that actually happened in Apollo's history. Um, just having this back and forth of the mission commanders have the information that the astronaut needs. Astronaut has information that they need. Yeah. And together, you're reliving history. And that's what it is. Now, I will say I, I, uh, I didn't get the full experience because I played it solo. Um, uh -huh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say that was probably the most stressful 10 minutes of my life <laughs> in the demo. <laughs> It probably would have been a lot better like if I had mission control to help me out and calm me down. But it's it's so beautiful. You start off in, in this in this shuttle and it really is. I mean, I don't know enough to to know like how accurate it is, but I mean to me, I was like, Oh god, I'm in a spaceship. Okay. Like this is cool. And I was like, Okay, I hit this button and then th it just starts venting and I was like, Oh, what is that? Like, That's not good. That's not good. And I turn around and I'm scrambling to try and figure out how to fix this problem. And it's just the whole time it's going, the air is getting thinner. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die. And I've, it felt so real to me. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there. I was like, oh, God. Okay. And I'm, I'm like picking stuff up and I'm panicking so much. I don't even see the tooltips pop up. Like, Love hey, you that. can dismantle this if you need to. I'm just like grabbing stuff and throwing it at it. And I'm like, oh, my God, stop, stop. And finally, I calm down enough to like look at it and go, oh, "Okay, I can, I can dismantle this." And I get the little, I get the little pipe, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm good." And I go, and it's like it doesn't fit. And I'm like, "No, it doesn't. I need it. It won't stick." So, very, very well done on the atmosphere, just the overall design from from your whole team. Um, an exhilarating and stressful 10, 15 minutes of my life for sure. I just gotta um, say, like, if you have ever wondered whether the game developers take a sick, twisted joy out of, like, other people panicking, absolutely. <laughs> I am big grin on my face right now. I was about to ask you, so, getting feedback, how, you answered my, my question, how does it make you feel getting feedback like that? And <laughs> that's great to hear. <laughs> well, I, Freude, just, just like, <laughs> your sick, twisted joy. Um, no, I, I feel like a major component of the game is that stress, that sort of fun stress. And it's yeah. bizarre, you know, like, I, as, a, as a person making a video game, I don't know, there's sort of this assumption that, like, you want to make something that's just good, and it'll make people smile and happy, mm -hmm. and it'll be great. But if you really look at most games, they're really about frustration, right? And yeah. you take a look at this game... All it really does is put you into like the fucking like oven. Like you're in this extremely stressful situation. Just straight and fight so, or flight. Exactly. And you know what the weird thing that happens when people get in situations like that in games is they start laughing, like having <laughs> big smiles and like just extreme like nervous laughter. It's fantastic. It's it's great to see. Uh, we've had some people play the game on Twitch, and it's yeah. just. It's just fun to watch. I'll be real, you know. Nice. So I I, I finished the demo. I didn't I didn't die, thankfully. Um, oh, excellent. I noticed, That's you yeah. know, most people die actually. Really? I, well, I was gonna I, I was really gonna follow up and ask the game you better, if... but it seems to be like over fifty percent die their first time. 
Oh, well, yeah. I, I mean, I panicked, and once I figured it out, I, I, I ran with it. I don't know how close I was to dying. But I was going to say... Die. It, you will? You I'll just, die. Just do it? Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll guide you through it, and I'll tell you everything wrong. <laughs> That's also but, uh, a valid way to play. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, man, it's just supposed to connect you. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I noticed it looks like actual footage from like Apollo missions. Is that true? Is is, that is from true. from winning. That's so cool. Uh so when you in in our demo, if you win and you survive, uh the astronaut gets some footage that is actual like footage taken from the lunar lander and made available by NASA. Um and mission control, I don't know if mm-hmm. you saw this because you're doing your solo thing, but Mission Control gets different footage. And it was oh. footage taken in the Mission Control rooms of, like, you know, them celebrating. It's the same radio speech yeah, yeah. that's going, the phone call from the president. But uh, I, I thought it was just something really neat to get, like, a different perspective uh, for the different perspectives, you know? Yeah. Now, I'm going to have to go back through and... Or I'll let Josh do it, and he could die, and we'll see what happens... Because I was, yeah, I, I would like to see if what, what footage, or if it's just like a splash game over screen or how that works. I'm kind of interested to find out now. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend, like, getting more people in the game. Yeah. Uh, the mission command side is between one and four players. Okay. But, like, the mission commanders are essentially all doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's a fascinating like social phenomenon where you can put more people on a task and it doesn't get easier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, correct. Especially when it's like uh, puzzle solving and like looking through these complicated documents and stuff. It's like it just gets harder to communicate. And that's what the game is, is this like intense communication, you know? I was going to ask if that was thought of going in, like from, from the ground up game design, did you think about that? Well, the more monkeys we put in a room to have to figure this out, it's going to make it harder. Like, was oh, is that why you went with like one to four in the control room instead of just uh, like a two player co-op? Well, actually, like the original plan for this game was for it to be around 20 players. Oh my God. And we would have <laughs> all three astronauts, like in history, yeah, and a, a, a suite of real mission controllers, like the um, most important ones, uh, or at least the ones that got the most action, right? Yeah. But, you know, it turns out it's kind of tough to get 20 people into a room to test out your, like, game that's in development <laughs> yeah. a few times. So we definitely, like, shrunk it down to one to four, and that has been lovely. Good. Mm. Oh, you just look like you had a question. I, th- I may have stolen what you were going to ask. Uh, no, partially, but it's... <laughs> Okay. So I guess my biggest question is, and we, we kind of touched on this, you and I got to chat a little bit before the episode. Um, you could have created anything. Um, you could have created a 2D platformer in a sea of 2D yep. indie platformers. You could have created another first person shooter. Um, why, why Apollo? Why this, why this mission? Okay. Um, I mean, that goes into the, like, the entire history of, like, why I started making this game, but I guess that's what you're asking, so, um... Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. expand as much as you'd like. So, cool. Uh, when I first started, like, making games, I was in community college trying to get this degree in, uh, video game design. Mm-hmm. Um, 
by the way, for all listeners, I really recommend Community College. It's just so <laughs> fucking good. It's just, I just, we, uh, me and Trey talked about Community College and we just like, oh, yep. fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I got this internship uh, working at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library and Museum, which oh, wow. is a, a very strange, bizarre place. Uh, all politics aside, it was very interesting to have uh, an office like 50 feet from where Reagan was buried. Oh, that's mm. interesting. Yeah. Wow. Right? It's a fun time. It's a vibe. Yeah, it's, it's and... a whole ass vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't like actually involved with the Reagan Museum itself. There's the Reagan Foundation. Yeah. And then there's like National Archives. Um, so I was in the National Archives side. We are working for the government. And we had this game that we played like at the museum. We would invite the high school classroom and it was called the Situation Room Experience. So a high school class comes in, everybody gets an iPad and it's like, okay, you're the secretary of state, you're the attorney general, you're the deputy whatever uh, in the of the whatever wing. Yeah, and yeah. it's a national crisis, go, right? Um, oh wow and (laughs) (laughs) so i was one of the people who was just like doing the basic stuff just like giving people the ipads explaining uh everything to them and being like uh here you go sir ma'am like just (laughs) treating them with like the utmost respect like these high school kids like they're running the country because that's the game yeah and we're like wearing these like fancy suits and ties and like oh here's another thing about it the actual game takes place in the interior of the 1996 through 2008, mm-hmm. 2006. It's been a long time since I worked there. The Situation Room, the actual crisis Situation Room from the White oh. House, because it's the government, it's the Reagan yeah, yeah. We had access to it for some reason. Um, and they decided, let's make a game here, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, it was... F- it was a ton of fun and we had adults on there adult groups would pay like ten thousand dollars for a session of coming in there and playing this game as like a team building exercise right wow and okay they had they had the fbi la division come in i don't know if i'm allowed to say that uh that's but fine they we'll had cut it if we need to yeah it's <laughs> cool um no it's it's fine we had the coast guard we had nbc universal come in like a, a snapchat came in so, Snapchat. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it was this like awesome, awesome experience. But all of the money, since we were government, it was nonprofit. Yeah. We took all that money and just gave it as bus scholarships for under-resourced schools. Oh, that's cool. Right? Wow. Super cool. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't really remember exactly the conversation. This was like five years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I was talking to this kid from an, from a Title IX school, like under-resourced, and they're like, damn, this is kind of like the first time I was really treated with respect. Mm. And I was like, what? Wow. That's insane. And like, yeah, you yeah. learn a bit about how the government works and like it's, it's quote unquote educational. That's yeah. great. But I don't know, someone's saying that to me, it was just like, holy shit, I can make games that matter and, like, touch people and give people this experience. 
And, you know, I was getting my uh, degree in game design and, like, what am I going to do with that in the games industry? And, like, make a fucking, like, shooter? Like, I'll pass. I was feeling good about myself, like, every day. I want to yeah. do more of it. So inspired by that, I was like, okay, let me just make a little version of this same game, right? And, mm -hmm. oh, we'll do it NASA, the Apollo missions. That'd be cool, right? Let's do 20 players. So that's how that started. Um, and then from Moore Park Community College, I then transferred into University of Southern California okay. and started it as a student project there. And yeah, that was 2019. We just sort of like been working on it ever since. Uh, while I'm sure we it's had, been a like, little bit of a jobs. rocky road since then with everything else. No, since, yeah. not at all. Like it's, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing interesting has been happening. The past no, years. it's been fine. <laughs> Well, that is an incredible origin story. That yeah. is amazing to be able to hear I, where that inspiration came from. And just the concept of everything yeah. you did there and were able to be a part of, that's just mind-blowing and it's, wholesome and incredible. Common. It's so much more interesting than what, what I had in my head. Like, I thought you were going to, like, part of me was like, okay, he just really wanted to be an astronaut as a kid, maybe. <laughs> and, like, this was the next best thing, you know? You know? Like, I'll just you make know, I, I did. I did. Oh, okay. For me, when I was eight years old, it was between astronaut, the person who makes the Lego sets, and, and a video game designer. Uh, so I went with the easiest one of the lot, I think. It's funny. That, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. That's ambition. That's if you guys. <laughs> If you want to do something for those sure. are your three choices <laughs> no i didn't even like know what game designer was at the time yeah. i literally was like asking my brother who is like three years older than me is like what's the one that makes the video games and he's like game designer question mark and i'm like <laughs> okay and so whenever anyone asked i would just be like yeah i want to be game designer and I, it was always fine to me um yeah when then when i was like in high school I wanted to be like a, a serious artist, like, you know, like in galleries oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have to give up the video game dream. Like there's good money uh, in tech and games and this sort of skill set. So I was yeah. like, oh, all right, I don't have to give it up. Then I got in college, did that whole story. And I was like, oh, damn, education is kind of like the shit, right? Yeah. So nah, I, I also didn't have to give up making art or making video games and that's kind of how apollo was born it's like it is quote-unquote educational but it's mainly just a good fucking time that's cool as hell it's it's yeah that's, that's cool that you were you were able to find that happy medium between two loves of yours like you yeah you really didn't have to choose in the end which is you know not a lot of people can say that you know and that's yeah. that's awesome i'm glad to hear that for sure it's a lot of luck but it's, it's a lot of compromise too you know yeah, mm, that's that's interesting. I think a lot of people need to hear that there there is compromise involved in that in that finding you know how you can best express your craft and what's mm -hmm. going to make you happy, how it's going to make other people happy. But yeah, compromise that's a that's a big word. Yeah, yeah, totally. Compromise and just mixing all your little uh to use a a good metaphor like mixing all your little lego pieces together to <laughs> yeah see what happens yeah. out of it you know right so i know you've, you've been talking a lot about education and i noticed on your website that there are uh 
you you offer lesson plans and materials for educators and and not only that um i believe down in the in the team view uh if you go to the about and look at the team there is uh I'm, I do not remember names off the top of my head, but somebody from USC, I believe, uh, yeah, involved. So, and then there's another gentleman, I believe. Is he with NASA? No, he's not with NASA. Okay. So our two advisors, who I guess you're talking about, are yes. Tracy Fullerton and Dr. Kenneth Phillips. Uh, okay. Dr. Ken is not with NASA. He's the aerospace science curator for the California Science Center. Oh, um, okay, okay. That's the museum that has the space shuttle. Uh, I don't remember the name of the space shuttle, but it's the museum that has the space shuttle in it. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. And he's also like a physics professor. So uh, oh, I met yeah. him while I was uh, working at USC and he I don't know, is just this extremely cool guy. And I was like, hey, do you yeah. want to like help advise us on this like science and history? Like you're the perfect person. And he's like, damn, sick. Um, <laughs> he's lovely. Yeah. Um, so That's Tracy incredible. Fullerton, I, I, I am shocked that Tracy Fullerton, uh, agreed to like be an advisor for us. She is kind of like a, a, a slight legend, right? She yeah. wrote the textbook that most game design programs around the country and the world use, I believe. Oh, wow. Called Game okay. Design Workshop. So if you ever like use that dear listener like that was this lovely lovely person um there okay. they used to be the director of the games program that i was at at usc um so that's how i got to know her and talk about this project she's also an apollo nerd so we hit okay it so you've got yeah. like the the best of the best on the team helping you out with this it kind of sounds like kind of sounds like it doesn't kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's incredible. My gosh. It's That's, just, yeah, it's so cool. Just that, that culmination of that team coming together and yeah, the lesson plans and everything for, for educators, you could basically put this in schools is what it sounds like. Uh, it does sound like that. Yeah. That is, um, yeah. that is one of our <laughs> goals is to like get this into, well, kind of like into the hands of people like the one who talked to me while I was working at the situation room who's like, damn, I got treated with respect. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. I want to like, have people like feel empowered like i could lead nasa if someone plays this game and they connect to the the moon missions and if they have the thought of like man i could do this or even better like man i could have done this better i have won that is like my ultimate mission right is to get people in there and having like those feelings yeah right it's it's about emotion this isn't like a textbook it's so easy to just like have a nerdy game like this that's just a nerdy game that conveys information but this is about like emotion and like giving you this experience you know so those are the emotions i want to give which is crazy with technology nowadays like you only get so much through reading a textbook but to be able to throw somebody into those shoes and especially i don't know if you have plans for doing like taking this to vr but if you could throw them into a virtual reality space and literally put them in the shoes of these historical events Right. They're not only going to learn, they're going to, hopefully they're going to feel those emotions that the person in that point in time felt. It it, it has so much more of an impact on someone's education, especially like a younger person that are more Mm -hmm. uh, malleable and can kind of soak up that information like a sponge. I I think it's incredible. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so like on the topic of VR, you know, as a business person, I can't be like, yes, we have plans to do VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, things are like up in the air. I don't want to like yeah. make promises that we're not going to be able to keep. I will say we have been building this game um, with a sort of like architecture that would support VR should we I choose to go in that direction. Okay. And that's that's something I'm comfortable with saying. Hey, you know? that's good enough. That's that's good enough. Yeah. I don't want to push you into revealing any secrets or anything, any top secret. No, we don't we don't really have any <laughs> secrets. I just don't want to like be like, yeah. oh yeah, we're gonna make it in VR and we're gonna do this and this and this when it, eventually it turns out we might not be able to for yeah. whatever reason, you know. That's understandable. Yeah. Was there was there a moment that between, you know, starting the starting this project, starting just from the from the moment you had the idea to, you know, being able to land these two incredible advisors that you just said, okay, I, I'm at the right place at the right time. Like, was there a certain moment that's, for you that it, that it clicked? That's a great way to describe it. Cause that's exactly what happened. So <laughs> it, 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 it just started as like this little student project. I just wanted to like make something cool. I, I, yeah. I didn't have like any, I didn't really want to do this for the next few years of my life necessarily. Um, mm. Though I did have a great professor uh, when I was doing this as a student project, I I had some question about like how to structure the puzzles or whatever, and he just gave me this advice that was like, do what you would rather do for the next five years. Oof. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that, and and like somehow that was the right answer, um, and it turned out to be kind of what happened for the next few years. Uh, yeah. So that's good. Um, but so. It started as a student project and I guess it felt sort of special because in game school, lots of people make games and we're just learning, you know, it's kind of rare that people actually have a lot of enjoyment playing student games. That's just the truth of it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So when you're a student and you notice people like having a great time with your like little gray box prototype, you're like, oh. This is kind of cool. I'm going to like <laughs> keep working on this and like do something with it. So we kept working on it and applied to some game festivals and stuff. Um, and we kind of didn't hear back. And that was fine. You know, it was what it was. We made yeah. something cool. And then in the summer, we heard back from Games for Change, which is like a huge, huge like thing for us, especially me in the education space of games it's kind of like the big conference for this sort of stuff yeah and they're okay. like your ass just got nominated for best <laughs> student game and i'm like okay that's fine like you know like i bet there's like 50 students with their student games and I'm like nope there's only four and, oh wow wow uh, the other teams go that we were going up against were like there's this other team from usc also and they're like at least 15 people on that team uh like there's another one that's like this graduate program like this was like oh wait we actually like got recognized these people like actually really like our game holy shit like there's interest here yeah that was kind of the point where i decided like okay okay let's fucking do this you know and that's when i started talking to uh tracy and dr phillips and like really treating it more seriously and being like, okay, 
Let's do a Kickstarter. Let's see how it happens. Very cool. That's incredible. I'm glad I asked. Yeah, I'm glad you asked too. That was a good story. <laughs> oh man, that yeah. just that just makes me happy. That's yeah. just one of those stories. Yeah. It's like that's just so cool to hear. Yeah, it's been a really fun fucking ride. It, it sounds like, like it. It. <laughs> it <Yeah>. is. <laughs> so. <clears throat> Matt's a little bit about you. I don't know. I this this question popped into my head. You talked about going back to the Situation Room and dressing up and handing these kids iPads. Do you like sure. you into like like D and D and stuff like that? You ever been to an escape room? <laughs> like I don't know. Just a little just just on that trail of thought. Um, mm-hmm. While we have time. Um. So I never played as much D and D as I wanted. Okay. Um, I, I like it. You know, yeah. I am I'm a fan, uh, but definitely like role play is super important to me. Like uh, that's sort of kind of what this game is, um, but it's not. It's, yeah. it's this yeah. weird thing of like a digitally assisted role play, because let's be honest, like role playing is really hard, like just to have that sort of like improv skill set of like, it oh, I am yeah. this other person. Yeah. Um, and... That's what I like about adding this digital layer to it is that like you have the video game do the hard parts. And yeah. You can just enjoy it. Yeah. That's when really you know. cool to hear because I I'm a lot more comfortable with being in another role, um, dabbling in theater mm-hmm. and doing this silly little thing I've done for a while, pro wrestling. Yeah. Um just a little Ooh, while. Nice. Just a little while. <laughs> I, I'm so much more comfortable. I've been in front of audiences speaking as myself. And mm. it's been terrifying, but yeah. put me in some tights and leather boots and call yourself a Scottish prince and uh, yeah, <laughs> just let loose or, <laughs> you know, auditioning for a play or, or whatever yeah. that is. I'm a lot more comfortable in that. So when you said adding a digital layer to role playing, that's a cool way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I was in, uh, I was in theater in high school and nice. It was tough for me. I'm a nerd, dude. I'm like, I'm a <laughs> classic introvert, right? Yeah, um, I feel that. So, like, having this little little digital layer that helps me get into role-playing, love it. Mm, we nice. need to, uh, we should start, a like, a and d group for all the creators that we interview and just have, <laughs> like, a whole party. We should, we could, we could do it. it. That would be interesting. That'd be fun. Okay, you heard it here. <laughs> uh, Matt's is down. Matt's is down. Okay. He'll be our bard. Matt, you come off. You come across as like a bard. You a bard player? Or you look more like a rogue. Um, I last time I was like a spell sword. Oh, okay. I wanted to do a bard, so you got me down correctly. Nice. I uh, <laughs> you just you just give off bard energy. You exude bard energy. Mm, I was a bard, perfect. so. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, well I want to like do a character that's like something very different from what I actually am as a person. Just. Because I feel like that's part of the value in yeah, roleplay yeah. is just like exploring that. Um, so you telling me I have bard energy is like okay, maybe I should do something that's not a bard. I don't maybe know. I should be a barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Just the the big meaty lughead that runs around and smashes stuff. There's there's fun to be found in that as well. Just letting loose. Just I like bet punch there it. is. It's it's just like <laughs> so unlike me, but maybe I would have fun with it. I don't know. Never try it. Yeah. You gotta try things. Exactly. Yeah. So Matt, where can people find 
Apollo, a co-op game. Where can where can people find more about you? Where can they follow everything that's going on uh, in in the development of the game? Where can they play this? Where can they find more about you if they wanted to follow you? Or if you're not cool with that, where can they just the game? <laughs> yeah, uh, you will find anything you want to know about Apollo on www.apollo. Uh, you know what is my website? Uh, ApolloGame.site. Yeah, www.apollogame.site. Um, that will give you a link to our Steam page. If you have Steam, you could just look up Apollo, a co-op game on Steam, download okay. it off there. Um, we also have a Twitter, at Apollo EXP, if you're okay. into Twitter. Um, and yeah, those are the best ways to check us out. Well... Yeah. Any final parting words of wisdom that you would like to leave with the listeners uh, or, or just something that you want to get off your chest or if you just want to be like, fuck you guys, bye, that's okay too. <laughs> there, there actually is um, okay. this little story I, I, I remembered in the middle of the conversation. So I was in this class with Tracy Fullerton. It's a game directing class. And everyone comes in with their own project. And I came in with Apollo. And okay. right at the start of the class... She was talking about, you know, her career and what she's done and all this stuff. And she's like, I have this quote that I really like. I have it hung up on my wall. And it's by uh, Wolfgang Goethe. Okay. That said, set out on your project and the universe will just conspire to make things happen for you. And she like laid out all these like stories about her uh, career and like all these crazy coincidences and like these just amazing things that happen and I'm like okay good for you Tracy that's very <laughs> nice that all these ha things happen for you right um, but then uh, we take a break and uh, oh so, so right before the break uh, we all go around and share our projects and say what we're doing then we take a break another student in the class comes up to me and he's like dude tell me about your game again this sounds exactly like this project that we're doing in this other like club at school. Um, and we're looking for a developer for a project that's just like this for the California Science Center. It's what? paid. So I'm over here like trying to get into education and museum games and someone's like doing a project that's just like this. I'm like, okay, that's freaking cool. So I go over. That's how I meet Dr. Ken Phillips. He was working on this project for the California Science Center, um, and I got to help him out with that. So it all ties back around because the group that I was in was called the Amundsen Laboratory, and the symbol, the logo of the Amundsen Laboratory is this color wheel made by Wolfgang Goethe, who was the guy what? who said... Yeah. <laughs> the universe will conspire, dude. That's the wisdom that I leave with your listeners. That's, that was a cool story. That, that is awesome. That gave me chills. <laughs> that was... <laughs> wow. Gave you chills. Gave me fucking chills. <laughs> I, I believe in that so much. That's, you know, and you hear so many speakers start their, um, in your case, this class, uh, but just a speech in general, they'll start out with, with what they've done and yeah. how they've arrived. And, you know, at first, the first time I heard a, a speaker or two 
lead with that, I had the same thoughts. Well, great for you. Yeah. Yeah. How about you tell me how to get there when in reality they were telling you with their story how you can t- you can get mm-hmm. there as well through inspiration. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Good parting words. We appreciate yes. that. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to hang out with us and just talk about what it is that you do and just, I don't know, spend some time Thanks with us. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, anytime, dude. And uh, we'll have to we'll hit you up again later on down the road, um, just to catch up and see how things are going and how things are progressing. And just see how you are. We'll stay in touch. Awesome. Yeah, hit me up with that D and D group of uh, creation creators. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. No, it's it's been. I wanted to say thank you too because it's been inspiring uh, to hear your story. Anytime I can just be a part of a conversation that involves a story of this caliber yeah. and just that ambition where it started, where it is now. It's just incredible. So sincerely, thank you for your time. Thank you. All right. Well, with that being said, we've been the Scottish Hush Puppy, and I got some food to go eat. And until then, my ghastly gang, stay spooky. Create shit. Build anything. Make it real. Jordan Belford Stacking penny stocks while I'm flipping these birds Sipping on Ciroc, trip them up with the words I done popped the molly and I think it's be my third